It's Joycelyn Wells with Joy Exposed, and it's Wednesday. Happy Veterans Day to anyone who has served our country in the military, any branch. Today is your day to be celebrated. So cheers to that. All right, three cheers of joy. My first cheer of joy. I'm so happy that I have my adult daughters who have their own places to live. <laughs> so I was able to come hang out with my oldest daughter for a couple of days. So cheers to that. First cheer of joy. Adult daughters who have their own places. My second cheer of joy is this freaking Hurricane Etta. Ada is coming through and shutting shit down. So I'm out of school. I'm off work from on Thursday and Friday because of Hurricane Ada. So cheers to Hurricane Ada for coming through. That's my second cheer of joy. My third cheer of joy would be, I got to spend some time with my mom. Just a little bit. We rode together to Jack, I mean to Atlanta and back. We got to talk and hang out. So that was pretty fun. I mean, really enjoying her. This is my third cheer of joy. So three cheers of joy. The first cheer of joy is hanging out at my adult daughter's crib. Happy that they have a place. She has a place I can come chill for a couple nights. The second cheer of joy is Hurricane Ada, that she's rolling through Central Florida, shutting shit down. So I'm kind of very pleased. Well, I'm happy that it's not going to New Orleans because they've gotten so much attention this hurricane season. And I'm not necessarily happy that it's coming across Tampa, across Florida, but I am pleased that we're getting some of the rain from it and it's shutting shit down for a couple of days and that we can kind of have some time to relax and rejuvenate. So that's my second cheer of joy to Hurricane Ada. And my third cheer of joy was I got to hang out with my mom for a little while. You know, it was a lot of fun. So tonight, three cheers of joy brought to you by Menage a Trois. It's a Prosecco and I got some bubbly. You know why I got some bubbly for tonight? Because we have a new fucking president. Ah, I'm so happy that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris won. Uh, by, uh, president-elect, vice president-elect. I'm so happy that they want, what I'm really happy about is that so many Americans went out there and voted. Like, if you think of it for years, we've been trying to get people to come to vote, get more people to vote, more people to vote. And people were kind of dwindle out. But I think we had become, as a country, had become apathetic in the process of voting. Like, it doesn't affect, we can't do anything to affect it. Well, guess what? This election, People got out and voted, and we definitely made a difference in what it looks like. The Democrats, well, those who voted Democrat, came out gangbusters, and even states turned from red to blue, namely Georgia, since I'm so connected to that. I mean, just huge differences, and that lets you know that citizens recognize the power and what they have. And now we have a whole new ass president and vice president. And our vice president is a fucking woman. She's a brilliant woman. She's smart and she's fit and she's beautiful and she's together and I love it. 
one of my uh, favorite pictures of her, well, video actually, is her running out of a um, airplane. She's running down the steps and she's got on like skinny jeans and Timberlands. And she's just so self-assured coming down those damn steps. And I'm like, go girl, go. So this is gonna take me off the course a little bit, but um, I'm gonna talk about it because I still need to talk about my lipstick tonight. That's gonna take me off course a little bit. When I look at Kamala Harris, vice president-elect, and I see how tenacious she is and how driven she is and how she wants to be a part of, and that's one of the things I said about her is that she wants to be a part of so many committees. Like she keeps her hands in all the pots. And I know that her husband is a white American Catholic. I believe he's Catholic, yeah. So. No, he's Jewish. He's not Catholic. My bad. Joe Biden is Catholic. Her husband is Jewish. I think about what if he were the husband to the powerful Black American woman telling her that she's too independent? What if he was the husband to the Black American woman telling her not to do so much or making sure that he stayed in the spotlight because he was the man of the house or he was the man I wonder who she would be if she fell into those kind of traditional ideologies of how Black American men like to handle Black American women, right? And I just wonder about that, if she would have had that same fire. And not to say that Black men don't support that or they um, that they don't support it, but it's from my experience, with black American men, past experience, not including present, and conversations that I've had with people, it's almost like they need for their women not to do so much, you doing too much, right? It's kind of that calming, that putting a finger on that fire. So I just couldn't help but look at her and think of all of the things that she's done and all the accomplishments and wonder what would have been different had she married a black American man? And not to say she wouldn't have been in the same position. So don't come at me with that. But I'm saying, I don't know many black American men who are in a position, in a position mentally, physically, financially, whatever, to be capable of this, the woman that says, I'm now the vice president of the United States. And I know they're out there. I know there are tons of them out there, but I know, well, I won't even say tons. I know they're out there, but I do know that the majority of the men are more comfortable holding. And y'all know I love black men. So it ain't never a dig from me about a black man because, you know, black men, that's what I study. That's what I do. I love them. But I do have to wonder how many of my brothers out there are looking at her thinking, damn, that's the one I should have got with, or that's the one that got away, or she, my wife can do this, or my wife is, you know, I wonder how many are out there that can see that greatness within their own house. Because I know me being married, it was more comfortable for my ex-husband to try to keep me in a space that didn't compete with the space that he was in, or that I wouldn't be greater than him, or people wouldn't see me more favored. And I mean, I'm talking to educated black men. I'm not talking about like someone with no education. He's well-educated, but that was still an issue, a contempt space for him to try to keep me lower than or less than. So 
I love that we have this um, Black American woman as vice president. I love that she looks like me and she looks like my children and she looks like any woman of color from wherever you are on the globe, but you see yourself in this second most powerful position in the world. And um, and I love that. And I'm very proud of her. I love that she represents so much goodness of um, Black Americans in this country from the college she chose to go to, the sorority she pledged, the her, her community fight, her was jobs and you know whatever i'm happy that she chose to represent to mm, embrace all of who she is and move forward with that so cheers to joe biden and kamala harris and they're gonna do great in the office now we all know that but we got to figure out what the fuck is trump gonna do oh he won't release the money so they can get started he wants to continue his temper tantrum and slow down the process. And I just really wish we could go yank his ass out of that White House. So I'm gonna date myself a little bit. Let me look it up real quick. Years ago, there he is. Years ago in 2000, so 20 years ago, wow. There's a little boy named Elian Gonzalez. He was in a custody and immigration um, controversy. His dad, Juan Miguel Gonzalez Quintana, wanted him to come with him. Well, his family wanted to keep him in Miami, right? So this is what I'm thinking about when I think about President Trump. And if you guys don't remember this, it was a big deal in Florida. I was in Florida at the time, so I'll give you guys some background. Well, they were trying to keep, the family was like, he needs to stay in America and you know, we're not gonna let him go. Well, the dad is in Cuba like, give me my fucking son. I want my son back, send me my son. It was a whole big custody battle that the ATF and um, other American organizations got involved in it. Well. This I'm telling you this because this is what I want to happen with Donald Trump. Well, they had a secret mission. The ATF or whoever has a secret mission. They're going to get Elyon. We don't know because it's 2000 and technology was technology, but we couldn't see everything like we could see today. Anyway, so they decide they're going to go get this child. They literally cut a hole in the roof of the house in Miami, dropped the ATF agent in there, grabbed his ass, the little boy, and yanked him up through the roof of the house and took off with his ass to Cuba. That's what I want to happen with Trump. Like, I want him to be chilling in the White House talking about how he's not leaving. And then somebody just goes in there and yank his ass out. And then we never hear from him again. So that is my wish for President Trump, <laughs> that they Ilian Gonzalez his ass. And if you aren't familiar with the story of Ilian Gonzalez, then have a look at it, because it is quite comical. Well, it's not, it's comical after the fact, but you think about a little child who's being held against the will of his family, they had to get his ass back to Cuba, and that's what they did. So um, I just hope they do that to um, President Trump and get his ass out of the White House because I don't believe he's gonna go on his own. 
I don't think that um, he's going to be aware enough to go on his own. I think that he's going to stay as long as he can until he creates some kind of havoc. <laughs> he's going to create some kind of havoc, some fucking where. And we hope that it's not here in the U.S. Stephanie, I don't know where they're going to drop him off. I don't know where they're going to drop him off, but they need to drop him off somewhere. They can drop him off at Attica for all I care in New York. Take his ass to prison. And, um, oh, I didn't know that the family didn't know Eliana. I thought it was like cousins or relatives. Mm. So anyway, Trump has to go somewhere and we're ready for him to go. And it's so funny because now he's doing these, he hasn't been doing any press conferences and all that talking and shit. He's been pretty quiet for like six days and he's going to say something. But what he failed to realize is that what happens after an election, the attention then flows to the new, the president-elect, vice president-elect, right? And the less attention on the president and vice president because they're now, they've got to start tying off their loose ends and packing their bags and getting ready to move. But Trump still wants all of the attention and that's not going to, um, that's not going to help him stay, right? So that's really, um, this is going to be interesting. Another interesting thing before I continue, before I go move on, is that the a couple of key positions, I believe the article said four in the Pentagon, have been replaced by Trump's people. So he's moving these people around the Pentagon, which is kind of our de defense hub, and with his people in there. So now there's some alarm, like, what is he trying to do? You know, so is he trying to put people in key positions so that they can wreak some havoc with the Department of Defense or, you know, what exactly is happening? So we don't know, but we just got to stay focused and not give any more energy to the evil. The evil man is leaving. He's been voted out. Doesn't matter how much he's screaming, crying, whatever. His time is up and we're all pleased with that. So once again, congratulations to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Cheers to you guys the reason for my Prosecco. I love that. So my Facebook post of the week, I only saved a couple because, I only saved a couple of um, Facebook posts of the week because I was just crazy busy all weekend and I didn't get on Facebook much at all, but I do have a couple and they're brought to you by STM Specialties. Um, thank you STM Specialties for sponsoring this segment. And there is a um, sale for uh, the holidays and shipping schedule. I'll give you guys that information in a second. So the first Facebook post of the week I have this is from Amir Islam. It says, should the wife or girlfriend drive when picking up their man after posting his bond? What's the proper etiquette? <laughs> You're like... The wife or the girlfriend, are they picking him up together? How is this gonna work? So I would say the girlfriend, because as a wife, if my husband was arrested, somebody would have to go get him other than me. I'm, so I'm gonna say the girlfriend can get him for that. I mean, shit, he was probably fucking off with her anyway when he got arrested, so whatever. All right, the second post book, uh, Facebook post of the week is that, this is from um, Allison Christie Johnson. I've shared her stuff before. Say, I really want, uh, this is one of the things I talk about all the time. I really want black women to wife things for men that don't even treat you like a girlfriend. Please stop. 
And you know what? This is always a just a great topic because as women, single women, we are desperately wanting to be somebody something. And when we meet a guy, you go into full-on impress mode, full-on gear, like pull out all the tricks because you want him to pick you. And he really doesn't see you that way, but he's not going to tell you no because he benefits from your goodness. So I think that's really interesting to uh, consider. And how do you know? I'm I'm sitting here with my daughter and she's making some weird sound. I'm trying to figure it out. Oh, <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out how do we know when to stop giving or when do we know it's enough? We've given enough, right? So that we don't get made use of in the wrong way. So those are my two Facebook posts of the week. And I told you I only had a couple and I meant that. I did get um, a picture of, uh, I'm a, I'll post that on Facebook. I won't share that, which I'll just post it because it's, it is mine. It's the picture. So, um, all right. So let's keep going. So thank you, STM Specialties, Facebook Post of the Week. Now, you guys know I'm an asshole. I can be. I know that. I don't even try to deny it. But let me tell you what happened. Last week, I introduced my lipstick sponsor to you. And it's liquid lingerie, right? So it's liquid lingerie. Remember, it was pink, right? So liquid lingerie. And what happened is that I was trying to put the lipstick on. And I was like, damn, this lipstick is pink as hell, right? I had a whole little issue with my pink lipstick. But um, I didn't realize. I even said, I'm sorry, I'm trying to reach my other bag. I even said that I didn't know the name of the lipstick, right? Well, come to find out later, the name of the fucking lipstick is Joy. <laughs> it's liquid lingerie Joy. That is the name of the lipstick. So the lipstick was made for me and it has my name, Joy. So that's the first thing. So the name of the lipstick is Joy and it's called Liquid Lingerie. The second thing is I had a makeup artist who watched my live last week when I was talking about the lipstick. She made it a point to contact me to tell me that the lipstick was fine. I just didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Now, what can you do with that, right? You got to do something different. So I'm going to put on my lipstick so you can see it. So, so I'm going to put my lipstick on tonight so everybody can see it because she said it wasn't the lipstick. It was my application. And I'll give that. You guys know I don't wear makeup. So I'm going to put some, I'm going to put it on tonight so you guys can see it. And you may not be able to see it well in here, but this is it. It's got the lips on it and this is joy. So I have my. Not only do I have a lipstick sponsor, I have my own lipstick. <laughs> and I was so like, I want some more lipstick. So that was two things that happened. One, it's my lipstick, liquid lingerie, and it's available for purchase at, um, like several colors, but it's a purchase uh, available for purchase at shineglowgetter.com. The whole lipstick line is there, including Joy. And um, 
So that's the first thing. It is called joy. The second thing is I appreciate the makeup artist. Her name is Risa. She contacted me and said the lipstick was fine, that I didn't know what I was doing. So she helped me to tell me what I need to do to redo the lipstick. That you know, she gave me all these pointers. And I appreciated that. And I kind of I kind of expect to have an invoice <laughs> for her time in helping me to understand how to apply the lipstick. So she's, you know. And you guys know I don't wear lipstick. You guys know I don't wear a lot of makeup. So to have, and she saw that from my post and she wanted to make sure that I was able to benefit from my lipstick, from Joy. So I'm moving on up in the world with my own lipstick, y'all. So let me turn this light on over here so I can work, put this lipstick on. Y'all probably can see me. Uh-uh. See the light went out? That means it's dying. So I'm gonna have to use this light right here. Hold on. Should I can't see? How do you not see your own lips? That's funny. So I'm like doing a little lipstick tutorial. So let me fix my lighting so I don't look like I'm unglowing. Hold on. Let me find my other thing. So she gave me like this whole thing to do and how to fix it. And not fix it, but how to wear it because I didn't know what I was doing. So. So you guys just watching while I put this lipstick on. And you'd be like, boy, that Joycelyn is really learning. <laughs> Her ass is silly. That's what it's more like that. And I'm silly, but it's okay. I'm silly right here with y'all. Y'all got me. I got it right. Like she taught me how to do it. It's dark in here. That's on me. Oh, my lights are going out. All right, let's see. I'm almost finished. One more thing she told me to do, and I will be done. Almost there. I mean, it's still pink, but now it's going to be cute. And I'm doing it myself. <laughs> uh -huh. Enjoy. All right. How we looking? Mm. So now I have on my, let me fix my lighting so I can see. I can't see so much light on here. You guys know I'm in a different studio tonight, right? Uh-huh. See that? So, there we go. So, it is. I mean, it is, it's pink. So, it is. You can see that in the thing. 
but I'm able to wear, put it on that it looks good. So I took her advice, which I needed to do something with my lips to make sure my lips weren't dry. And uh, I had to do a little lip liner, put the lipstick on, and there we go. So now I'm digging this. So yeah, so good. Look at that. I did my little lips. So um, that's my lipstick. It's Joy. And I'll be wearing it as often as possible, along with some other colors. But I wanted to make sure that... Um, I wanted to make sure that we um, that I went back and talked about it because you guys know I can be an ass. I mean, that's part of my genetic makeup. I can be an asshole. And we don't want me to be an asshole. So there we go. So we got lipstick on. All right. So thank you, Clarissa. Hey, Carla. So you guys notice I'm in a different studio. I said I'm at my daughter's. So it's a hurricane outside. It's raining like crazy. And I'm over here with her chilling. So I'm in her place. That's why I'm trying to battle with this lighting to see what's the best way to have this lighting go without it making me feel so crazy. So Shine Glow Getter is my lipstick brand. And there will be a link on my website probably tomorrow. I just haven't done it yet. <sighs> Amazing. I haven't done anything today and I've been off all day. So, but it's shineglowgetter.com and this color is Joy. And there are other colors. And as soon as I get them, I'll start wearing those as well. But I wanted to go back and wear this pink, well, to wear Joy and to put it on and to have a conversation about it because I didn't want you guys thinking, like, oh my God, it's a mess. But you know, a lot of people did comment and say they did like it and I got some great reviews. And, um, but I wanted to, I needed to put it on for myself um, to follow the instructions of the makeup artist. And I think I might let her do some stuff for me because I need to do an, another photo session. Okay, but anyway, so thank you so much, uh, Shine Glow Getter. This is Liquid Lingerie, Joy. So let's keep going. So it's a hurricane, Hurricane Etta, and it is, um, coming across the state, across Tampa, and I'm at my daughter's house. So that's why I'm sitting here at um, at her table and trying to do my podcast here so I don't have my regular lighting and stuff, which is fine because that's me playing with the camera, <laughs> which is fine um, because that's what happens when you have a podcast or when you're mobile, you can just move your stuff and go anywhere that you want. So um, that's what I'm working on. Another, uh, just be, I'll be here until probably Saturday, whenever the hurricane passes, then I'll head back to my house. And I'm happy that I had an opportunity to come hang out with her. You know, when you're adult children, when your children become adults, they want to fucking take care of you. It's amazing, right? I was last night getting ready to go to sleep and Joya is coming in the uh, room with me where I'm sleeping and she's got blankets and she's tucking me in and rubbing my hair down. And I'm like, what the fuck do you want? I'm like, what do you want? And, you know, she's like, I just want to make sure you're comfortable. I just want to make sure, you know, and I'm like, I'm fine. Thank you. So I think that she loves being in a position to try to take care of me, probably how she remembers I took care of her as a little one. So I thought that was kind of sweet. And they made dinner tonight and we've been chilling all day because, thank you, Carla. This is, I think it says um, John and Joya 
together forever. So this is their backdrop on their wall in the dining room. And I'll tell her that you said hi. Joya, Auntie Carla said hi. She said, hey, Auntie Carla. So um, this morning I got up. Yesterday I did not go to work. So I didn't work Monday or Tuesday. Monday I took a personal day. Tuesday I took a sick day. Well, today I got up dressed, looked cute, having a little dress on and heels and everything. Should have known it was a problem because I wore heels. It was raining when I left the home house apartment. I got in the car and left, drove all the way to work. Got to work and the damn uh, fence was locked. And I was like, is the school closed today? <laughs> then I sat there like, is it because of the hurricane? Is it because of Veterans Day? Like, why is the school closed? So I drove all the way to work and it was closed. So I turned around and came back to, um, came back home and I contacted one of my assistant principals and uh, asked, she was like, oh, they decided to close for vet for Veterans Day. And I was like, get the hell out of here. Somebody could have sent me a text message. Like, you know, but it, I'm sure it was before Monday or Tuesday, but either way, I drove to work and came back. So all day I've been sitting here chilling my ass off, like sleeping, watching TV. I've been doing absolutely nothing all day. And I was just like, I needed that time to just sit and do nothing. And then after I had been here for a little while, I got a message saying that schools were going to be closed Thursday and Friday for Hurricane Ada. So I was like, yes, I got me some time to just fucking relax. So I mean, I'm thrilled about that, being able to relax. And um, I'm just, that's what I did today. I drank wine and chilled all day, watched TV, slept, ate some yummy spaghetti. That was really good. They cooked spaghetti tonight. And just chilled out. And I have tons of stuff to do. So maybe I'll get on some of it tomorrow if we have power because we are in the middle of a hurricane, in the middle of a pandemic. Shit, it's a lot going on, right? So I got to work through that. Okay, so let's see what else um, that I want to talk about tonight. I talked about Kamala. I'm so proud of her. Like, I'm really proud of her. Um, uh, I get to... Oh, I know. I get to make a video. Um, yeah, me too. Thank you, Clarissa. I get to make a video um, for a movie trailer, right? So I have to audition to do the video for a movie trailer, and I got my own music, and I have to put movement and shit together with it. But I have to do that by the 4th of December, so I'm going to work on that over the next week or so. But it's really interesting working with my agent because she's given me so many neat things to try, so many neat opportunities to learn. And you think when we get, I'm 51, I say this all the time, I'm 51 and I'm getting now to where I'm excited to learn something new. Because at 51, when you get to 51, 52, 53, when you get up there in age, our new things are few and far between. We have to literally go search for them. So I love that my agent brings me all this new stuff to try. I actually read an article and I might've said, shared this last week. I don't remember. I actually read an article saying that when you get to this age, that you should probably have a mentor that's like in the thirties, right? So 
30, 35, somebody, a mentor that's so much that much younger than you to keep you acclimated and moving and all the technology and stuff. So I really, I believe that. So I need somebody, um, I need to stay connected to that. And that means a lot to me because I love the challenges. So I'm going to be working on that video. Well, on the other hand, other side of my agent working is I'm in communication with this network out of New York, out of Jamaica, New York, I think. I'm almost sure it's Jamaica, New York. Anyway, um, this network out of Jamaica, New York, that check this out, they want to do Joy Exposed on their network out of New York. So not Joy Exposed Live like this. I think I'll start calling this Joy Exposed Live because I have to record it and send it to them for editing while we're in COVID. Or if I was in New York, I could go into the studio and when they open the studios up. So I'll have like a talk show thing happening out of New York. So we're working on that and I'll have details about that hopefully in the next couple of weeks. I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm very excited about that. So it's like my agent is working really hard. She's got some great opportunities and great things that are coming up and we just kind of keep feeding the monster, right? Let's keep learning, keep learning, keep learning. And so I'm thrilled. So, and I'm already going to be there in New York for fashion week. So That'll give me an opportunity to really connect. Um, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Clarissa. Thank you, Carla. So that'll give me some time to um, connect with um, them in, while I'm in New York, too. So it's, I mean, it's a lot happening and I'm trying to be here for it. But I have to remember I'm old. <laughs> I'm getting old and tired. So I'm going to, um, that's what I wanted to talk about before I forget. So the STM specialty who's um, sponsors the Facebook post of the week, they have, um, I don't know that they have any specials and I'll, I put this on my page, but they've got the shipping schedule for your uh, holiday gifts. So she does the insulated thermoses. She also does um, wine glasses or tumblers with like the logo, whatever your logo or your name or whatever. She's really very creative. You tell her what she wants, you can pretty much figure it out. So she has those available. Um, so that's stmspecialties.com. And I'll share that on my page. Um, but if you want to, if you're looking for a special personalized gift at a great price, that's going to be the way to go. So she's definitely has some great prices. So that's that. I'm trying to think of what else I wanted to talk about. I always have so much stuff. Um, last Friday, I got together with a, a friend of mine. She has a podcast. It's called The Sweet Spot. And it's on Friday nights at 11. Um, and you can sit on Facebook Live and also listen to it on, a, I think, a radio link. But I don't have the radio link. So mostly Facebook Live. And they talk about I think it's anything safe and sexual, whatever you want to talk about. I know one night they talked about sacred sexual experiences, polyamory, sports. <laughs> so there's a range, and Clarissa is the host of um, uh, the host of that, and it's at eleven o'clock on Friday nights. So 
I got with Clarissa on last Friday night and got her to smoke her first cigar. And you guys know I love my cigars, so I try to have one a couple times a month. I don't get to uh, indulge as often as I'd like to, but I do enjoy a good cigar. That's a, that's a part of me. And uh, so Clarissa never smoked, and she sat and smoked a cigar with me. And as I drink some amazing wine, well, too much amazing wine, but it, it was uh, delicious. So, uh, so thanks, Clarissa, for connecting with me to smoke a cigar. I was, I'm pleased that I was able to take a cherry on that. <laughs> it was fun. We had a good time. Um, so STM Specialty says she has a sale on ornaments. I'll post that on my page too. All right, so let me think what else I wanted to talk about tonight because it's so weird not being in my own space to do this because I just, it flows different, right? When you're in a different space. So let me see what I'm gonna talk about, um, what comes up uh, with being older and trying to figure this whole life thing out. You know what, I've had the, um, I think this is what I wanna talk about. I have a situation where I know someone that has a really weird ass negative personality. So I'm caught between cut them off or offer them some classes on having a better personality. You get what I'm saying? So it's like continue to deal with them or let them go. And then when I think about it, if I think about continuing to deal with them, I understand that they're grown as fuck, almost 50, or if not already 50, they're not going to change, are they? So if they're messy and underhanded and bullyish in their behaviors and passive aggressive, I mean, damn, look, I just listed four things. If they have all of those negative traits, they're really not going to change. So me hoping that they will change is my problem. That's my hope in that situation, right? So that's what I was just been kind of thinking about because I'm having a hard time. I know amazing women, right? So I know some amazing women. So when I come across somebody that's just yucky, I don't really know how to deal with that anymore because I feel like the yucky women stop being yucky in like the mid thirties, you think? You know, like they they got the picture like, okay, I'm sucky, I'm a sucky friend. I need to do something different. So this person at this age and me meeting them, I'm, I think it's probably easier just to not fuck with them. Because I want them to be something different and to live a different life and to be a better person. But if they're fucking sucky, that's just who they are, right? Like, like at what age do we understand the significance of not being messy, not being petty, and not being blah, nasty, and trying to manipulate people and treat people poorly. I, isn't that something, as a women, I know we learned that shit. If you didn't already know, by your mid-30s, because you've had enough people cut you off. And I've been in situations where we've cut people off before, you know, where friends are like, okay, we're not fucking with her no more. Or she's come at me too many times. I've been in that and we've cut people off, but this is the first time I've encountered someone, me at this age, 
them at that age and I still feel a desire to help them, right? I still feel a desire to offer an olive branch. And maybe that's just the goodness in me, but it's not realistic, right? So some people are yucky forever. Clarissa says she just passed them right on by. And I'm I'm having this, I'm struggling with that because I feel like somebody should have taught her. <laughs> but I know, how is that my fucking problem? How is that my problem? I'm, I don't necessarily have to be the person to teach her, but I am a person that interacting with her and thinking, gosh, I, they should be different. So I guess I'll have to spend some time trying to figure out what I'm gonna do with that if I'm gonna try to continue to have a relationship with her. Because point, the problem is gonna be this. I'll be trying to help her and she's the same motherfucker that'll stab me in the back or the throat or the leg. She'll be the same person that comes for me and I'm trying to help her. So, cause she'll think that I'm uh, kind or she'll think that I'm easygoing or naive or easy target. So I do have to protect myself in that, right? But I just don't understand how you get to almost 50 and you are just full of shit. So I've been thinking about that. I'm, I'm gonna pray for her. I'm gonna pray for her. And I know that there's probably a lot of people damaged in her wake, right? So she's probably damaged a lot of people. She's probably mistreated a lot of people. And I'm not gonna fucking save her. I'm just, I'm just, I'm not going to be the person to save her. And I don't know, shit, I'm, I don't even inter, try not to interact with her very much, but I know that I'm not going to be the person to save her because she's not going to trust, she's not going to recognize the goodness in me. So that's fucked up. But it's true. I, I think that... As adults, when you get to a certain place as an adult and you don't understand how powerful we are, right? I was just saying that, Clarissa, many don't understand how much strength it takes to be good and positive. We don't understand how powerful we are and our words are. And when you get so used to saying negative stuff about people that you don't understand the impact of the negativity on you. And I was having a conversation with my mom. My mom said something good about someone and then she followed it up with something negative. And I was like, mom, you can't say that. And she was like, what? But she's such and such. I'm like, but that's not for your, that's not your judgment. That's on God. Like you said something good, stick with your good. You have to let the good hang out in front of you and not tarnish it with the negative. We don't understand that when we put negative out, we got to pay that back. Like we got to do penance for that negative. And if we don't physically do the penance for the negative, our children do the penance for the negative. It's our responsibility to try to speak as boldly and knowledgeable as possible without bringing the negative on top of it. Because I may not pay back all my negative shit. I try, I guess I, once I realized I could be driving and something fucked up happened and I could be like, oh, Lord, I bet this is because I said such and such or because I did such and such. So we don't understand how powerful our thoughts are 
And we have to pay that fucking karma. We got to pay the karma. And if we don't pay the karma, our kids pay the karma. Our grandkids pay the karma. And you're talking about generational curses. You're talking about some negativity. That's the negativity. It doesn't just affect you in that moment. You're putting it out into the universe that's going to last way beyond you. So I think about all of that in context with people. It's just who they are. And they don't even understand that they've got so much negativity around them that when shit happens, when shit happens, they don't even recognize it's probably based on what they've put out. And you can't teach people. I truly believe at 50, people aren't trying to learn that. They don't, they, at 50, they've given up on that. They have power over their lives. They're just like, oh, this is just what happened. Oh, this is what happens. One of the things for me that I talk about, and I'll tell people quickly when they talk about uh, the devil. Oh, the devil this, and the devil busy today. And the devil, I'm like, I don't talk, I don't mention the devil. The devil has no authority in my life. Like, I'm not giving any energy to an evil entity. And because I don't give energy to the evil entity, they don't last long around me. Even the person I'm talking about trying to help, she struggles in my presence because her negativity doesn't do well in my presence. So Carla says she may not want to be saved. She is who she is unless you see more positive in her than negative and are willing to help her do the work. Is she worthy? I doubt it. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's it right there. Is she worthy of it? And it doesn't make sense for me to dump all of, try to dump goodness and knowledge on her if she's not going to be in a place to receive it. And those are all the things that we need to hear when we're thinking we can help somebody. Are they in a position to want to be helped? There's a song out there. Don't save her. She don't want to be saved. <laughs> that was a rap song years ago. But that's the truth. When people don't want to help, they don't want to be saved. What the fuck are you wasting your time trying? Why? Excuse me. Why the fuck am I wasting my time trying to or trying to give them something because I can see some good in them that they can't see in themselves? That's not my issue. Darkness cannot stand the light long. You're absolutely right, Carissa. So we have to, I, because this is my issue, right? I am, thank you ladies so much for offering because I don't understand how a woman can exist in this negative space at this age. It makes me pause for her because I know that if you're negative and petty and all of this shit at 50, the rest of your life is going to be pretty bleak because you're not going to know how to ask for forgiveness. You're not going to know how to look for the light in a different place. You're just going to stay in it. And you're going to bring as many people into that darkness as you can and destruction as you can. And nobody wants that. I know I don't want it. I literally pay very little attention to her. Like we have direct conversations and then once it's over, it's over. But it's not a situation where let's do this and let's do this. I'm not because I've, I've had, I think I've had enough of that. I think I've had enough of the false friendships. I think I've had enough of the pretend, the let me get from you. I'm better off if somebody walk up to me and be like, I'm trying to get this from you. 
I operate better in that space than trying to play or just trying to receive somebody's negativity. And that's a struggle space for me because I think I do believe that I'm great. I think that I've been given my gift is that I'm supposed to spread goodness. That is a part of the gift, a part of who I am. So I believe that. So when somebody comes out of pocket for me, my response isn't even to come out of pocket. My response is like, wow, you're having a bad day. <laughs> like, oh, did you mean to speak to me that way? Like, I don't even take it personal. I take it like, oh, okay, well, what is it that you need from me today? Like, because I don't understand this moment. And that's a, I think that's a great place to be in. But the people that I say those things to are looking at me like, this bitch is crazy. And, you know, I've had people say to me, I just wish you would cuss them out. And I'm like, but why? They've been cussed out enough. You know, they've been cussed out enough in their life. They've been treated poorly. That's why they're treating people poorly. They, they've already had all the negativity. Well, that doesn't come from me. I'm goodness. I'm the light. And I believe that. And that's why I'm always grateful to God and grateful to trying to continue to recognize my gifts and keep moving. And I try to stay focused in that, but shit, sometimes it's hard because my human self wants to be like, bitch, fuck you. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? Because this is, but when you do, when I do get to the space and bitch, fuck you is my response, I then have to think, what is it about this person that had this amount of control over me today? Why was I vulnerable and why was I not on my A game today? It still gives me a moment of being reflective of me because I am the only person I have any fucking control over. Ah! So that's a big deal for me. I'd like I everywhere that I am, but people see you and they want to make ill use of you. And they feel like they're smarter than you or they can take or they can manipulate or get, and get good for them for thinking that. But keep you only got a couple times for me to let you know that that's not the case and to pull you off of me, which is funny because it brings me to the story. One of my colleagues we had a new colleague at work. And when she came in, she said to me, she says, you know, I've been watching everybody, trying to get it, get to know everybody. And I see you and you move different. And I want to know about you. And I said, oh, what about me? She said, well, why did, how do you get to move so free? No, not free. How do you get to move the way that you move? You don't really, nothing really bothers you or phases you. And I said, well, first off, I'm free. I teach here because I want to. And I'm free. And I make it a practice to lead a podcast of listeners about being free, getting to freedom. So it's what I do. So we talked for just a little bit, right? So she and I talked and, you know, it was fine. So a couple of times she's come to me and like, I really would like to talk to you, right? I really would like to talk to you, spend some time with you. I got, I'm getting my schedule together for you, you know, and I'm like, all right, girl, I keep it moving because I start seeing people for, what they're trying to do. Now, you want to get next to me to find out how I do or what I do? Then, okay, I get it. But that means I got to be guarded around you because you're trying to make ill use of me. 
anyway, one day she says, um, one day she says to me, I, um, hey, she called me, hey, check your calendar. I'm ready for you. And I was like, uh, uh, what is that? What the fuck does that mean? Like, ready for me to what? So I was like, okay, ready? Okay, what, what are you thinking? Well, check your calendar and um, put aside some time for just me and you to sit and talk where you don't have any restrictions on your day. So I'm like, I'm sorry. She says, well, we can do lunch, we can do dinner and we can get some cocktails and just so that you don't have any time constraints. And I said, oh, now that's gonna be difficult. Well, a couple of reasons why I said it's gonna be difficult. First of all, I don't have unlimited time to give to somebody. I'm trying to put myself in a mind space that if I have some uh, unlimited time that I may give it to my husband if I get one or when I get one or, you know, for my work or for my books for writing or so I really don't have unlimited time to give to somebody who's trying to take something from me. And that's how I took it as this person is trying to get close to me to figure out, to figure me out or to manipulate the space in which I exist. So I didn't really like that because she's never told me what she wanted, but she's thinking that she's presenting herself to me in a way that says she has something that I want, <coughs> which she doesn't. We work together, you know? So it's like, you want to talk to me? Come see me on my planning period. Like, what do you, like, what? Like, there's been nothing that has happened that says, this is the place that I want to spend unlimited time. But people tend to want to take from you what they can take. And I didn't, I don't like it. Like, I was like, no. So that's, you know, that's another thing with women or people trying to figure you out or trying to make ill use of you and thinking that you're not aware enough of yourself to say no or to recognize when some bullshit is popping off, it really wigged me out. And I was just like, no, I was like, wow, that's gonna be difficult. She's like, I know, you know, just, you know, just keep me, keep me in your thoughts and get your schedule right. So I was like, okay, now, say for instance, that was on a Monday. Well, how about on the next, if on the Wednesday, I saw her, we were passing each other on campus and the bitch didn't even speak. So I'm like, you want me to think you're so into me. And then two days later, you don't even, can't even say hi or make eye contact or nothing. Like, what the fuck do you want? Like, why are you coming to me asking for something? And then you can't even see it through enough to even say hi. Right. So that was really weird. It's really weird for me. And I, and I, I love that I can see things, situations so clear. I used to always talk about one of my girlfriends about that, uh, Carla, because she can always see people in situations so clear. And I always wanted that. And now I feel like I can see, I can see people so clearly. I can, I know that they're trying to come for me or get something. And I'm like, damn, has she been seeing this clear this whole time? Because now that I am, right, girl, bye. Now that I'm seeing, it puts me in a different space of understanding that people really want to come and take from you whatever they think they can get 
or to make you think that they're on your side. Well, fuck it. I'm, that's not what I need. And you can't see me and figure me out. And that's not, I'm not that person, right? So I'm not, I've been, I've already been through the fire. I'm already evolving. I'm already getting to the place of being of my purpose. I'm already accepting my spiritual connection to the universe. And I'm already accepting all of that. And I already see it. So when you come to me from this basic human space of existing, it doesn't make sense anymore. And I've been in it. We've all have been in it. You meet somebody, they're cool. You start hanging out with them. Next thing you know, they're not shit. What's so different now where you meet somebody and you know right off they're not shit? <laughs> That's really crazy. Because you think, how long did it take for you to meet a girlfriend? And then y'all hang out and chill and party and whatever. And then six months, you're like, this bitch is crazy. It's not worth it. But now you see people and you're like, wow, I see you right now. And I'm not interested in anything beyond this moment. So, you know, that's the space that I'm kind of operating in right now. And it's really a, it's a great space to be in, but it's scary because you don't know necessarily what your responsibility is. You know that you have to keep yourself safe and you know that you have to keep other people safe, but you also recognize that you can't pull people with you who don't want to be pulled with you. So this is Joyce Lynn Wells with Joy Exposed, and it's Wednesday, November 11th, 1111. That's a great time, right? There should be some um, something lucky behind that. And don't forget, you can download any past podcasts anywhere that you find your podcasts, um, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, everywhere, YouTube, uh, Streaming Live, YouTube, Switch, and also um, Facebook. So we're everywhere, right? So we um, download your episodes and watch and rewatch and listen and tell your friends about it. Mwah. It's Joycelyn Wells with Joy Exposed. Remember, when Joy's exposed, everything just feels better. Bye. Thank you, Carla. Mwah. Good night.